what's up everyone so welcome back so in today's episode i am starting off by drinking black tea i'm still doing my morning fast and black tea definitely helps with uh, the suppressing the the feeling of hunger so it makes the fast that much easier because i am fucking starving right now but anyways in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite concepts, ideas, subjects, whatever you want to call it, and probably one of the most significant ones that I'm ever going to talk about, and that is time. Obviously, for, as you saw from the 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 head the heading in the episode name, the title, the fuck, the heading. Uh, yeah, as you saw in the title name, time. I I love the concept of time. It's fucking amazing how much time plays a role in everyone's life so before i get ahead of myself let me get straight into the the first questions the first uh, this new format that i'm testing out you know what is time first of all um it's very difficult to explain very confusing you, you hear time is an illusion you hear Time is a physical thing. You hear time is X and Y, blah, blah, blah. So to simplify things <clears throat> and put things in a perspective that I understand, um, time is something that we created that determines the length of something towards possibly death, I guess. So time would be seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years, centuries, blah, blah, blah. That's time is as boring as an explanation as I can give. It's just our way of measuring something as it gets closer to death, I guess you can say. Uh, Which sounds very pessimistic, like, oh, how much time until death? But um, that's, that's not essentially it. This is just me making it boring or pessimistic about it. But um, this this spot on my table is bothering me because it's messy. And my tea is still hot as hell. But anyways, so... In my personal definition, uh, time is your life, I guess you could say. Because time, if you have it work with you, it's like working with yourself. Time is essentially you. Time is your time limit on Earth, of course. But time is also you. You can have you work against yourself or you can have you work with yourself. You can have time work with you. You can have time work against you. So time plays a role in everything. In, in, in a, it's, it's more significant than you could even imagine. So I'm going to get into that right now. What is the significance of time? Why have we deemed it important? Um Obviously, because I said it's a time limit. That's the first thing you can say. Oh, well, it's a time limit towards death. 
So obviously you want to have the best uh, time that you have while you're still alive. You know, time allows you to interact with, you know, life existence with space. You know, time and space, you hear it all the time. So time allows you to interact with space. But what is the significance towards humans uh, now in today's society? Well, the way I see time is that what you lose is never given back. So let that sink in. That's why time is important to me and why it should be important to you. Because every second, every minute, every hour, every uh, day, month, year that you let pass by where nothing significant is achieved, that's it. You're never getting it back. That's it. It's gone. Poof. Boosh. Or poof. Boosh. <laughs> poof. It's gone. That's it. Um, obviously, nothing disappears in, without a trace. But when it comes to time, that's the one thing. It, it Once it's gone, it's gone. <sighs> well, I guess another way I could say I could just use T as an example. Time is the... The measurement of how long it takes until the energy is used up. So obviously it's hot right now, but as I let time advance, that energy dies off and it becomes cold tea. I'm not a fan of cold tea. So while it's still warm, well in this case hot, I'm going to enjoy it. I should have used that as an example earlier. But anyways... The, the significance of time is you are given a certain amount of energy, life, and you get to enjoy it until it reaches the, the cold point, basically death, and that's it. Well, if you're the atheist type, then, that, then that's it. There's nothing else after that. If you're religious like me, then that's when the, the soul finally... Transferred elsewhere. Transfers elsewhere. But that's another discussion. So that this, just realize the significance of time is that once something happens, that's it. There's no going back. Um, there's a concept that Jordan Peterson made that is amazing. And I do really want to bring it up. And that's... Um, and it goes contrary to what I'm saying. You know, I'm saying that once something happens, that's it. You can never change it. But there's a slight loophole to it. And that is what I love what Jordan Peterson said is that um, you can change time in the perception of it. Well, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But the way he said it is um, if something happens, say, say there's a significance to. I don't know, your car, right? It's where you took your girlfriend out, and from that moment on, you, you fell in love, and that's when you married her, and blah, blah, blah. So say she cheats on you in the down the road. You no longer look at the car the same anymore. It's not no longer that, that perception of that moment in time that you looked at before, it, it's changed now. So you, you kind of did change the past. You traveled back in time and you changed it. And you gave it a negative connotation now. Or it goes in the opposite way, which is a positive connotation now. You could 
see something in a negative light, but once something is revealed down the road, it significantly changes the view on it. So you potentially traveled back in time and now you gave it a positive connotation. They, it's a bit confusing, but just but just realize that it's it's amazing that you know these things can um, exist, I guess. Um, so don't just take everything I say, like like I said, like I always say, at face value, do your research, so on and so forth. But when it comes to to time, for the most part, just in my perspective, is it's once it's used up, it's never going. You're never getting it back. Just realize that. So if you waste time right now sitting down, watching TV, eating potato chips, watching your favorite show every day, that's literally time wasted. I talked about this in the season two, but once, um, <clears throat> not once, but um, you have eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep, and then eight hours to achieve whatever you want. Most people come home from work saying that they're tired and they don't want to exert more energy, so they want to rest. So let let that sink in. You slept for eight hours. You work. This is if you work in the typical uh, nine to five schedule and you're typically work, sleeping eight hours. So you went to work for eight hours. Before that, you slept for eight hours. So that means you have eight hours free in the day to achieve whatever you want. But instead, you say you're tired and you want to rest. Hold up. You want to rest <laughs> so you could go to sleep. So you tell them you have to have an eight-hour resting period so you could go to actually to, to actually go to sleep. I'm sorry, but that is completely retarded. No, shut the fuck up. Um, those eight hours that you have extra, those those are moments, those are minutes that you could use to actually achieve um, something more significant. So you go to work, you get your money, good, great, whatever. Now come home and do something more significant than that, something that gives you meaning, something that could push you and drive you. Because if you're just coming home and, Doing the same routine over and over again, yet no shit, you're not gonna find meaning. You're doing the same shit every day, achieving nothing. Nothing. Um. Okay, so just let that sink in. You know, time is it's, it's incredibly important. It affects everyone in, in ways that they don't even see. So that gets me onto the next question: Is how does it affect everyone? How does time affect everyone? So. The best way I thought of it is, you know, the whole everyday situation when you're driving on the freeway. I think I used this example already. But um, when you're driving on the freeway, you always see that asshole is always, you know, smashing in and out of traffic. Hey, maybe you're that asshole that's weaving in, out of, weaving in and out of traffic. Why are you doing that? Well, obviously, your time management sucks. You woke up late, or that person woke up late, and now they're smashing through traffic, you know, potentially risking their life, everyone else's life around them, you know, causing death, essentially, just because 
they couldn't manage the time right. Like I said, you have eight hours. Manage that shit right. Um, why do most people kill? Uh, there's always, you know, money reasons, personal reasons, you know, X and Y reasons. What's at the bottom of it, though, is time. Time is what pushes people. You get, like I said, you can have it work with you or you can have it work against you. If you're not patient, then time is going to work against you. And then that's when you're going to commit something that you're going to regret. So just remember that. That's how time affects everyone. They don't see it in the surface, but it's always there. It's either going to be working with you or against you. For the most part, it seems like it works against people. Now, people who do realize the significance of time, these are the people that, you know, become successful. They realize, you know, if I work with time rather than trying to fight against it, like most people do, then you become more clear-minded. You see the, uh, the opportunities in life rather than trying to rush through everything, and then you miss those opportunities. So what's the significance of time again? Well, that what you um, lose, you never get back. And how does this affect everyone? How does time affect everyone? Because it creates a sense of rush and sense of urgency. It's, it's just amazing how time works and how it affects everyone in ways they don't see. Um, what is anger? It's a lack of patience. You get angry at a situation because, you know, something happened and you don't have the, the temperament, the patience to um, relax, um, observe your situation, and react in a, a rational way. But most people don't do that. Say someone's murdered, someone you love is murdered. The rational thing to do would to be just be to stop them. It wouldn't be to get revenge. Revenge is instant gratification. It's time working instantly with you in the illusion that you're going to be happy. You're being tricked at that point. Because in reality, you're, you're trying to force something to happen that takes time. But then, boom, now you're the one who gets screwed. Because time's not working against you. How's it working against you? You could get arrested for killing them. Um, in a sense, you are the killer because you just did what they did. They were willing to cross that line. Now you're willing to cross that line. So you're no different than the killer. <sighs> Spiked tea tastes better than normal. Um, where was I going? Ah, uh, yes, the significance of time and how it affects everyone. Car accidents are a perfect example of people who lack patience. And then that's when time obviously works against them. Uh, you know, you see someone rush through a red light. Uh, yes, accidents can happen in such ways where it's not always based on, you know, someone being impatient. But for the most part, from what I see, it is a impatience. 
or a lack of uh, time management. Um, say companies who have a car and it's, it has a recall comes out for it. That's a lack of patience right there. That's a lack of time management because they didn't fully test it out all the way through. Uh, yeah, they couldn't see the future and see if, um, that this part was going to you know, fail. You can't test for everything, but if you have the patience, you can test for everything. Um, because t- if you have time on your side, you can you know, do the impossible, essentially. So realize that time in ways that it's way under the surface, in ways you can't see, it does affect everything. Uh, it's, it's just amazing how just some, some time management skills can tweak so much in a positive sense. But people don't realize that. They just look at it, life as, you know, black and white. Oh, I'm angry, I'm happy, I'm sad, uh, X and Y, whatever. But then down in the surface, it's because of time. How can you be happy? Because time is on your side. Good things are happening. You're not worried about something. uh, No time limit constraining you to rush, worry, or, or want revenge or anything like that. Time is on your side at that point when you have happiness. So, yeah, um, I'm going to end this little segment right here. Um, I'll get back into the next um, sections. sections um, the next segment is going to be fun. This is going to be on how you can better manage your time and how I deal with managing my time. So I'll see you guys in a bit. I hope you guys enjoyed this little section. All right, so welcome back. Now, like I was saying earlier, this is going to be more of a how you can do it. So first of all, why should you be patient? When time is against you, when time is essentially just a measurement of how long you're going to die. Well, because, first of all, statistically, people are living longer than before. So you have more time to achieve something that's more meaningful to you. So rather, sorry for the clicking, if you could hear that. So one more time. Okay, so. Why should you be patient? First, Like I said, first of all, you're going to live longer, statistically. So don't even rush through life. You're going to live longer. Um, because if you can make time work with you, then you extend happiness. And this is something that I'd like to, to push a little, and that's on happiness is moments. They're not... Uh, I guess you would say years. They're not months. They're just moments. They're tiny little sprinkles um, put on you here and there to um, to give you a sense of you know wanting to extend your your time. Um, 
So don't don't make happiness your primary goal when it comes to time as your your meaning in life. Because uh, you know happiness is like is like I said, the, the tiny little moments you can't base your life off of, you know, tiny little moments. So say someone dies, someone you were close to, happiness is, is not gonna do a damn thing when you're grieving or when you can't accept their death. <sighs> so to get straight into my three goals of time, and, and I'll get back into the why you should be patient. And that is um, when it comes to time, this, these are my three Three things that everyone should do. I, I think I already said them already. But in case you haven't heard, um, happiness, learning, or money. You, meaning is something you're going to find on your own. Doing these three things, I think, are your best bets towards easing that um, painful route towards your meaning. Um your time should either be used to be happy, used learning something new, or used to make money. So, like I already said, happiness are, are just tiny little moments sprinkled on your life. So, unless you're really fortunate and lucky, most people shouldn't strive for happiness in their time. You're either learning something new or you're making money with your time. So in that sense, it's three goals, but essentially it's just two. Um, you're either learning something or you're making money. If you're not doing either, you're. This is in my opinion, you're wasting your time. Um, so, why should you be patient if time's against you? Because you use something to learn. If you're using time to learn, you could be using time. To extend your life, you could kind of, in a way, um, bargain with time. Because uh, if you're always in a rush, you're just shortening your your time limit. But if you're learning new things, you're becoming smarter, you're becoming wise, then you're, in a way, extending time. You're bargaining with it. Like, hey, I'll sacrifice time right now for of my pleasures and X and Y. But in return, I want to, you know, become more knowledgeable. I want to become wise. But and then in return, I want time extended on my life. Obviously, you can't control it. You know, whatever happens, happens. But for some reason, in, in my personal opinion, it gives you that sense of extending time. Um, you, you appreciate it more. You respect it more because a lot of people don't have respect for time. As you can always see, people are impatient, especially with how um, things are now where um, everything is almost instant. You know, you have everything delivered instantly. Well, not instantly, but within a day or two. Um, every Your food is delivered. Um, you could download video games the moment that they come out rather than going to the store and buying it. Um Everything is almost, 
the the, pay, the time of patience that is required back then is it's it's shrunk now almost non-existent and it's going to get worse as you know technology advances you know there's not going to be really be a need of, a need for patience like they're used to but even though we as humans are designed to have patience you know when you're out hunting you you can't just get upset and the rabbit appears and oh just stand still while I kill you it doesn't work that way. You gotta have patience, and this is why learning or making money is important. Um, if you're learning something new, you're bargaining with time. If you're making money, you can buy more time. Just and like I said, if you could somehow be lucky and have happiness as your goal of time, you you're you're lucky. You're fortunate and. I wish the best for you. So what can you do to manage your time? Well, how can you learn to be patient, essentially, is what I'm saying. How could you learn to manage the... How could you learn to have the three skills of time, which is happiness, learning, and money? And my recommendation is... You know, start with the basics. Um, in the beginning, obviously you're going to be impatient. Um, it's that's how it is with everything. If you if you're not in a accustomed to to being to waiting, um, it's going to be more difficult. So, this is how could I say? Start with something you really enjoy. So. The best example I could give is, you know, fasting. You know, do the whole intermediate fasting. Because it's going to tame the shit out of your need for satisfaction. It's going to create patience in you. You know, I can't eat yet. I have to wait. Push it on yourself. Our most basic of desires is food. If you can control that, it create it makes time management much easier. It creates discipline. A lot of people ask me um, if I was doing the whole intermediate fasting thing because I wanted to lose weight. I, I could care less about losing weight. Uh, you know, I'm a little obese, but like 10 or 15 pounds overweight. I wouldn't even say obese. I'm just a little bit overweight by 10, 15 pounds. So I, I'm, I'm not in a rush to lose weight. I, I could care less. The whole reason why I did do it is to um, teach myself discipline. You know, if I can manage my, like I said, if this is the your most basic of desires, wanting food. If you can manage that, it makes everything else so much easier. So my first suggestion to everyone would be, you know, Try intermediate fasting. Uh, so that's basically saying, well, the, the route that I went with is 8 hours to eat, 16 hours, no eat. So from 10 p.m. at night until 2 p.m., I, I can't eat anything. Once 2 p.m. hits, I can eat until 10 p.m. So try it out. Uh, obviously consult with your doctor or, or consult with your body. Your body knows you better than anyone else. If you 
think you can manage it, go ahead. If you you don't think you can manage it, talk. If you don't think you can manage it, if you don't think you can manage it, you know, consult your doctor, nutrition, whatever, and you know, get professional um, advice. But to me, that's your best your best bet. Because the other um, suggestions that I'm going to make are they're definitely going to require patience and it's going to be more difficult. The reason why um, intermediate fasting to me is your best bet because it's going to force you. You're going to see so many tests just suddenly appear in front of you where you're like, wait a minute, I have to resist. If they're all over the place, you're going to see these tests. For example, when I first started... I had to fight my urge to eat donuts. Every Friday they brought donuts to work. I said, no, I can't. I have to wait. Um, you're going to see your friends and coworkers suddenly invite you more often to go out and eat. No, I can't. You're going to see them push you. They're gonna see, for some reason, they're going to get upset. And they're going to start criticizing you, saying, no, no, you just eat. Oh, it's not healthy. Oh, um, hell, they're going to even... When you do start eating, they're going to be like, oh, no, no, you're dumb. I thought you were fasting. Fasting means you don't eat all day. I'm like, well, that's not the one I'm on. You're going to start seeing these things or extreme. All these tests are going to appear. All this criticism is going to appear. Um, you're Obviously, you're, you're going to be fighting against yourself. And this is why I'm drinking black tea. <sighs> Green tea and black tea are your best in my opinion, best bets for um, suppressing the, the urge of hunger. Your ultimate best bet is actually water. I think water does a better job at you know suppressing hunger than anything else. But anyways, um, I suggest as your your first trial of trying to manage time. This is the basics, of course. There's more advanced stuff, but the basics is. First, manage your your hunger. Obviously, when you get hungry, it wants to, you know, instant gratification. Get rid of that hunger. Um, no, you're going to make it wait. You're going to teach yourself to be patient. You know, that hunger that's constantly bothering you? Nope, I'm going to wait. You're bargaining with time now. Like, hey, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to focus on other things that are more important. And by focusing on other things that are more important... Time is saying, hey, okay, I'm going to give you more time. In that, in, in this sense, I guess you can take it. Not literally. But, hey, I'm going to give you more time to focus on what matters more to you to bring yourself meaning. Um, if you're not focusing on your food, you're not worrying about the food. Obviously, there's a fucking surplus of food now compared in abundance of food compared to before. Um, so uh, you're not going to starve to death. Trust me. In today's society, for the most part, if you're in a Western society, you're not going to starve to death. Trust me. So knowing that, start managing your time to eat. When you eat, essentially look at it, look at it as um, a, a work shift. When you do eat, get to work, eat whatever, and then 16 hours, nope, no eating. It's time to do other things that are more important. So that's, I'm going to say, your best and best bet to 
in the basics of learning to manage your time. And it's also got the benefit of teaching you discipline. If you can manage your basic desire of hunger, you can, you know, you can stop yourself and push yourself to do other things because, hey, you, you've managed to fight your hunger. That's just as basic as it gets. And it creates discipline, like I was saying. Because you start learning to control the negative aspects of yourself and push only the positives and keep pushing the positives. Um, in the beginning, you're going to fail. And that's fine, but as long as you keep trying, you'll get that done. You can control your hunger. And by bargaining with time, you can start focusing on things that matter more. And you could find yourself towards meaning even faster. Um, so my second suggestion for managing time, this one's going to be harder. Uh, I grew up doing it all the time. So it wasn't that difficult for me to master. But um, sit down and do nothing. This one's going to be hard for people to do. Because uh, you have your phone constantly begging for your attention. You have people begging for your attention. You have noises outside begging for your attention. You have the fucking air around you begging for your attention. Your room is begging for your attention. Everything around you is begging for your attention. The thing is, you got to learn to sit down and not give a shit about any of that. Just sit down. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just sit. It's difficult. <laughs> this is why this is the. It's easier, I think, to control your hunger than it is to do this because you're gonna fail way more at sitting down and doing nothing than just fighting your urge to not eat. Because after a while, you'll you'll master it. But uh, sitting down and doing nothing, it's difficult. Um, if you think you can, you know, go for it. Go for it. Um, try it for one hour. You can start small. If, if anything, start small. Um, 10 minutes, then push it up to 30 minutes, then push it up to an hour. Just basically argue if you're feeling anxious, uh, just something's pushing your attention, just argue with yourself in your mind. You know, go through your thoughts. And this is healthy for you, you know, just, you know, talking to amongst yourself. Or you could pray, talk to God, meditate, whatever. But the idea is to, you know, disconnect yourself from everything. It's a good way of learning patience, but the problem with that is everything's begging for your attention. Like the fucking, ink. if you don't hear it, the fucking siren from the fire truck outside right now. Just grab my attention. Hopefully you don't hear it, but like I said, it's going to be difficult to try to master that skill. But if you can pull it off, hey, more props to you. The second thing I would recommend when it comes to learning patience, this is going to be a little hard because um, most people don't want to do this one, um, play chess. The chess is definitely a game of patience. Um, whoever is more impatient is going to lose. It's just how 
It's just that simple. Um, the main thing about chess, I love chess. Since I was a kid, I love chess. And I just realized now is whoever is more patient is going to win. You have the time to place your pieces in certain locations that you want. You cover pieces as you go. You plan ahead on what's going to happen. You realize what you need to sacrifice and what needs to stay alive. And, you know, it, it comes down to basically who's who's more willing to, how do I describe it? Who's more willing to sit down and do nothing? That's basically what it comes down to. Because if you come out aggressive, you open yourself up to attacks. If you're too defensive, then you'll never win the game. So it's about patience. Whoever is more patient in the game is going to win the game. It's just like life. Who's ever more patient tends to live longer than someone who's not patient. Obviously, there's a middle ground. It's not just, you know, don't do nothing in life and you'll find success. Or, or if you do too much, you'll die. It's, there's a middle ground. It's, chess is kind of like that. Um, it, it, it is about patience, but it is about planning ahead. And, you know, plan, and doing everything right and realizing certain things need to die along the process. And whoever could moderate that the best typically is going to win. So try out chess. You're going to most likely lose all the time, especially if you don't know what the hell the game is about or how to play the game. But my recommendation is master your hunger first. And you'll learn to manage time better. Um, so coming back to the whole question of why you should be patient when time is against you. That's to find meaning, to find those sprinkles of happiness that are place along your path so you can enjoy life so you can find a meaning so you can push through the impossible because if you have more time on your side you could do the impossible that's essentially what it comes down to the more successful are those who are willing to work with time whereas the ones that aren't willing to work with time tend to not be successful. So I'm going to use, use investments as an example. Typically, those who can work with time, who are patient enough, are going to be successful. These are your long-term investors. Typically, they're the ones who are going to make all the money. Whereas those who are short-term investors, typically they're going to lose. Luck sometimes, you know, 
plays with their hand or its hand. But that's rare. And you don't want to base your luck off of, or your life off of luck. So you're better off being the long-term investor and realizing that patience is your friend. Time is your friend. Whether you, No matter how impatient you grow, time is your friend. Don't have time work against you. Time is it's always going to win. Obviously, you're always going to die. Everyone's going to die. Time's always going to win. If you try to cheat time, all you're doing is shortening your life and getting just rather than death being 100 years from now. Oh, you want to cheat time? Okay, you know what? Now it's going to be 50 years from now. Oh, you want to cheat uh, time again? Okay, let's push it to 25 years. Obviously, like I said, luck plays a role, you know, or misfortune in this case. And, you know, you may die earlier than what you expect from being patient. But for the most part, taking out all these luck variables or misfortune variables, for the most part, the more patient, the, the person who can moderate patience more is going to live the longer life. A person who can moderate patience more is going to be the more successful. The, the one who can manage patience more is the one who's going to find more meaning. So as long as you can work with time, it just creates a better life, essentially. That's, that's what it comes down to. Time... Every, this is why I was saying the significance of time. People don't realize how significant it is. How do you find meaning? By managing your time. If you can manage your time, you could have more time to find meaning. Your typical workday schedule or your everyday life schedule is eight hours sleep, eight hour work, eight hour rest. But that doesn't leave anything else to do towards meaning. This is why time is so significant. It plays a much bigger role than people want to give it. This is why I love time. When I realized how important it is. Every second you lose is never going to be given back. Every minute you waste, that's it. It's wasted. So rather than fighting with time, like most people do, and shortening everything, bargain with time. Time is your friend. Time wants to give you, you know, significance. But the fact that you want to cheat it is what's going to, you know, ultimately ruin you. So work with time. Time is your friend. Start managing it. Start managing your desires. If you can manage it as a starter, if you can manage your desires, it makes managing time much more easier. <sighs> I'm out of breath. <laughs> I, I really enjoy time just because everything boils down to time. It's just amazing how this idea is just not pushed. Time management. 
patience is what humanity is basically boiled down to, in, in my opinion. Anger is just a lack of patience. Hatred is a lack of patience. Patience requires time. People don't like time. People don't like waiting. If you can manage time, then that means people are more open to things. But people don't want to wait anymore because everything is instant. I don't want to understand this person. I don't like his ideas. Why don't you like them? Because they're just bad. Well, how come... Rather than just saying they're bad, how come you don't just suggest good ideas or alter their ideas? No, I don't want to do that because they're they're wrong. Or how come you don't let the person give you suggestions because he's just wrong? I don't want to understand him. I don't want to take the time to understand. Time. Time plays the role in everything. It's it's the invisible force. It's It's always at the bottom that no one can see. It's always there. It's important. Learn to manage your time. So getting on to the final question after that huge little tantrum. <laughs> um, how do I manage my time? Specifically me. Um, I already suggested what you can do to start off with. Um, Maybe down the road I'll throw more ideas, more advanced ideas and so on. But for now, how do I manage my time? And that um, I can start off with saying I experiment with my life. Um, in the earlier episodes and maybe even season two, I talked about a lot about how I wake up at four in the morning, do my exercise for one hour. Five o'clock hits, I read the Bible for one hour, <laughs> well, 45 minutes, because by 5.45, I head to work. So by 6.30, I get to work, because I have to fight against traffic. So, But I don't want to be fighting against traffic. Here's the thing. <laughs> Most people leave, if you live close enough, 30 minutes to 20 minutes, hell, even 10 minutes to get to work. I leave 45 minutes to get to work. It's a 15 to 20 minute drive with bad traffic. Standstill traffic, obviously I can't fight that. I don't even fight it. I don't even argue. I don't even, you know, try to, you know, fight the traffic once I get to that point. I'm just like, fuck it. It is what it is. Uh, I'm not going to complain when I get to work about how I'm late. I'm just... Hey, something happened. I had no control. I don't care. <sighs> Actually, I'm, I'm going to cut off this section for, or in this section for now and get back to it. And I'm going to be giving my um, time management myself on how I do it. So just to quickly recap before the, the next section, I wake up at five in the morning. Excuse me, I wake up at 4 in the morning. Um, I do my exercises. Or I will actually, I'm going to recap again in the next section in better detail so you guys can understand. I'll see you guys in a bit.
Alrighty, so welcome back. So let me get back into how I manage my schedule. So wake up at four in the morning. I do my exercises. What do I specifically do for my exercises? Well, I started off um, with the basics when I first started off, <laughs> um, which is any simple exercise that affects a certain section of uh, a body part that I wanted. So I start off with my legs. So any exercise that affects your legs, then I moved on to the chest and stomach area. So I did any exercise that affects that. Then I worked on myself with the shoulders and arms. Any exercise that affects that. And then the neck area, any exercise that affects that. So I will work for 10 minutes straight on those areas, starting off with the bottom, working my way up, and then working my sh all the way to the top. You can figure out what you want to do. I'm not getting into detail on what I do now or what I did back then. Um, just any of the basic stuff that you could think of, that's what I did. Um, so then, like I said, 10 minutes straight, and then 10-minute break, and then do it again for another 10 minutes, then another 10-minute break, then do the exercises again for 10 minutes, and then the last 10-minute break would essentially be me getting ready for the day. So that's one whole hour. And I know what you're thinking, 10-minute break in between? That's a fucking lot. Well, do your own research um, and see what you find, see what you like. This is what I found. I really like. But you're on your own when you do whatever you want. Five o'clock hits. Boom. Um, start reading the Bible. I'm religious. I'm Catholic. Um, it's just what I do. So I read the, uh, the Bible in the morning. Um, for 45 minutes. Why not an hour? Because I'm not trying to fight with time and shorten my life. I'm trying to work with time, extend my life. So 45 minutes, 5.45 hits in the morning. Boom, I head out to work. Like I said, heading to work is actually a 15 to 20 minute drive for me. And that's even with bad traffic. Really bad traffic is 30 minutes. Standstill traffic, who fucking knows how long? Maybe an hour. But typically my commute is 15 to 20 minutes. So why do I leave 45 minutes? Because I'm not trying to fight with time. I'm not trying to be that asshole that's weaving in and out of traffic. I'm not trying to be that asshole who's smashing through traffic, pissing everyone off. And I'm not trying to get a ticket if, by going into the carpool lane. I've done that before. Uh, I never got caught. Uh, hypothetically, did that. But I was that asshole who went through, hypothetically, the carpool lane. Hypothetically, never got caught. But... That, that was when I was more impatient. Now I realize if I leave early enough, I could care less about really the traffic conditions because time is on my side. Just cruise through traffic, listen to whatever I want, music most of the time. Just relax. So if, if 
Viv Warren. I'm thinking about Warren Buffett for some reason right now. So if time is with you, or in this case, me, I don't have to worry about traffic. I can give a shit less about traffic. And if it's, if there's a condition in which um, I'm obviously in no control of how long it takes for me to get to work, that's not my fault. I could care less. But for the most part, time is usually with me, so I'm not in a rush. Time is on my side. I could drive on the slow lane all the way to traffic and still make it on time. Because time is on my side. And then from 6.30, because I started at 6.30 in the morning, until 3. At lunch, I actually didn't take lunch because I eat at 2. My lunch is at 11. So in my 30-minute window of lunch, I would actually read a book. And then 2 o'clock hits, take my last break. And then that's when I would actually eat. Eat, get home. 3 o'clock hits, get home. Do my chores. Uh, Start reading again once 4 o'clock hits. Uh, Five o'clock, cook, bake, whatever, for dinner. Because my wife, I usually get here way long, be first before my wife does. Six o'clock would be dinner time. Seven o'clock would be my time. Eight o'clock would be research time. And nine o'clock would be getting ready for bed. And ten o'clock would be bedtime. And 10 o'clock, I would sneak a meal in. Or, I mean, it's 10 o'clock. 9.30, I would sneak a final meal in. That was 10. Today, what am I doing? I am experiment experimenting the hell with my schedule. Uh, I'm not saying that I threw it all away. I'm doing essentially the same thing, but I am allowing more time to sleep. Um... Back then, I would take naps in between the day, and naps are wasting time. So now I'm trying to figure out how much time exactly I need um, to sleep so that I'm not tired throughout the day. It seems, unfortunately, <laughs> that seven to eight hours is my, I guess, mandatory sleep so I'm not taking naps throughout the day. So, it seems. I'm still experimenting. But, so now I'm waking up at 5, 5.30 for now. I'm going to see if I can push it in such a way so I can still wake up at 4 and get all that amount of time to sleep. Which means I would sleep around 8, which sucks. That's really early. But I'll, 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 like I said, I'm experimenting. This is how I manage my time. This is how you can manage your time. Experiment with your life. Write down a schedule. Um, that's that's another thing I do. I write down a schedule. Um, you can use Google Calendar. Uh, in the beginning, I used it. It's fucking amazing how you could just write everything down. Um, me, I wrote it down actually on paper now. It seems much easier in my case because you could just rip a page out and start all over and adjust your schedule rather than 
going the whole route with Google. It, it's, it's up to you, whatever you works best for you. But I see that writing it down, just write down your schedule or a schedule. You know, micromanage, take inventory of your life. And then another thing I do when it comes to my time management is just remind myself of my time limit, of your time limit. Um, I have a time limit of re- of um, retiring by age 40. That means I am 26 now. I have about, I think, 13 years left, something like that. So I have to, you know, just remind yourself, set yourself a time limit for whatever main goal you want. When I say retire, I don't mean actually like, oh, live a life of fuck it. I don't care about work anymore. I mean live a a life of um, not worrying about any financial situations. That's what I mean, retirement. So that's my goal by age 40, to be wealthy enough to not care about, you know, any financial situation that, you know, appears without warning. So remind yourself of, you know, that time limit. Set yourself a goal. And that's actually going to be another thing I answer later on. So how can you make time work with you? (coughs) Oh, my God, my tea. It's cold. Damn it. But I managed to kill most of it. (sighs) So that's how I manage my time. So how can you make time work with you? Well, like I said, um, if you manage your time well, it makes life easier. My example is, you know, with traffic. I could care less, you know, about traffic conditions for the most part. If time is with me, that's how you could be. Uh, A lot of people tell me I have a really mellow attitude. And, you know, they think luck is typically on my side because, you know, things just happen to work out in such a way that they're like, man, I didn't see you do anything. And, you know, you get lucky. I don't have luck on my side. I create my own luck. I plan things out. I do things in the shadows, do things behind the curtain. I don't let people see, and then I just let things play out. That's managing my time and then letting things play out. And then it's perceived that it's luck. It's not luck. It's me managing my time. And then I just let it roll because I planned way far ahead enough that I can let things do things on their own. So can you make time work with you? Obviously, I'm doing it. Look at all the more all the successful people in the world. They manage their time. I used to wonder how are rich people rich? And I thought, you know, it's because they invest money, it's because they are they're entrepreneurs, X and Y. It's because they manage time. They know how to manage their life. They know how to manage their moments. Um, They don't want to waste time. They realize the significance of time. And I don't want to be rich. I want to be wealthy. 
Rich is how much money you can get in. Wealth is how much you have yourself. I want to be wealthy. Wealthy requires patience because wealth is something you accumulate. As you accumulate it and it gets bigger, temptation is going to, you know, step in and be like, hey, you should waste that money on, you know, things you think you quote unquote deserve. You don't deserve it. Just let it do its thing. This is where time is going to be, you know, pushing you. Hey, you should waste that money. You, You should shrink your life now for the pleasures of things. That's when you tell, no, 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 I'm going to wait. I'm going to let it build some more. I'm going to let patience be my friend. I'm going to let time be my friend rather than my enemy. So let, so learn from that. Time is your friend. Work with time. Time, like I was saying earlier, it's just how it's just amazing how huge of a role it plays in everything. But people don't realize it, or people don't care. This is why I love time. It, it has a bigger role in life than people want to give it credit for. People just think time is a fucking clock ticking on the wall or your phone when you look at the time. It's bigger than that. It, it, it has its hands in everything. So can you make time work with you? Yes. Just think... Think hard about it. Time has its hands in everything. So you need to learn how to make your time your friend. So what's one way you can make time your friend? Create time limits. Create a time frame for yourself on whatever you want to do. Say you want to... For in my in my example, I want to be wealthy by age forty. So my time limit is, you know, like I said earlier, thirteen ish years, something like that. My math kind of sucks right now, but it's it's around that time limit. So I have to push hard to get to that. That means all the having fun time and being with friends and family all the time uh-uh, ain't happening. I, I I could care less about that. I want to make sure that by age forty. Financial situations, financial problems, eh. Those are things that just sit in the background for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. $10,000 in debt? Oh, well, here, let me send you a check. Oh, yeah, my house caught on fire? Oh, yeah, here, I'll buy another one. I want to get to that situation. To get to that situation, I have to make sure I bust my fucking ass off. You need to, well, whatever your goal is. You need to bust your ass off. Create a time limit on yourself. That's what's going to push you. And eventually, meaning is going to, you know, without warning, it's just going to fucking hit you in the face and be like, you know what? You did good. Here is your purpose for life. It hasn't hit me yet. Maybe it's this. Maybe I'm blind to it. But um, you'll know when it hits you. You're just going to have to keep going through life until it hits you, until you realize, wait a minute, that's it right there.
That's my purpose. That's my meaning. That's my drive. You're going to start off thinking that your meaning is what you create. But as you advance through whatever you're going through, as you progress, it's going to evolve. It's going to completely change into something you didn't realize when you first started. And that's because of time. You, you gave it the time to evolve into something more important. Time places, time has its hands in everything. And creating um, time limits for yourself is one way you get on. Have time work with you. Because time is always going to win, of course. But if you create your own little artificial time limit, you're going to push yourself harder. Because obviously everyone's going to die. Time's always going to win. Death is always going to win. So why not create an artificial death? A time limit in which you have to achieve something. And the worst thing that happens is you just give yourself a little bit more time. So give yourself time limits. Those, those are good things to teach you Um to help you find meaning and teach you, you know, how do I describe it? To teach you the significance of time, I guess you could say. <sighs> so saying all this, giving yourself time limits and, you know, realizing the significance of time that, you know, moments wasted are never going to be given back and that, you know, happiness are just moments sprinkled throughout your life, blah, blah, blah. Given all of that, you need to give yourself time to be yourself, to be you. Um, don't let them, you know, be the majority of your your time or your schedule. Just just like happiness, sprinkle them in here and there. Um, Sunday is my day where I do whatever the fuck I want. I could... It, it, just as you know, I, religion played a role in this decision. Obviously, um, Sunday is the day you don't work. Um, so I decided, you know, Sunday is the day where I'm not gonna work. Now I gave myself liberty to do whatever I want. Whether in being the workaholic that I am, I'm just gonna, you know, do research just more freely rather than constrained by time. Or you know, I'm gonna play video games. I love video games. I play ESL right now. Uh, Dragon's Dogma. Um, for those who uh, heard my review on Modern Warfare Battlefront 2 and Halo, fuck Modern Warfare. I don't play that. But, you know, I play video games on my free time. Uh, I love The X-Files. My favorite fucking show. I, you know, waste my time watching that. I wouldn't say waste my time. I, you know, I have my happy moments of watching that. Um, so schedule, you know, tiny little moments in your in your time in your schedule for you know you time or you know me time, whatever they want to fuck to call it. Schedule me time in. Um, Sunday is my me time. Um, 
but even then in my own meantime my own me time which is sunday i i still do work but it's just more casual i guess you could say you know i'll, I'll be on my phone not doing pointless shit on my social media rather i'd be looking up you know information on companies you know i invest in case you don't know obviously if, if you haven't listened at all you know i invest so i'm on my phone constantly researching I'm learning new things, watching videos, listening to podcasts. So use your time as best as you can, I guess you can say. Make sure you schedule time for you, but make sure it's just sprinkled on there. It's it's not the main I guess the main dish, it's it's just the appetizer. It's to make sure that you keep yourself sane because you got to have time for you. You can't suppress, you know, the, the dorky, loser, piece of shit person you are. You, you can't suppress that. You know, give, give it time to, you know, come out once in a while and, you know, have fun. You know, waste time and... In a way that makes you happy, I guess. Like I said, happiness should be a goal in your life uh, of using your time. Like I said, you know, when it comes to time, it should be spent either being happy, um, learning something new, or making money. If you're doing something like, for my case, watching the X-Files, if it makes you happy, then do it. But make sure it's not consuming your entire schedule. You know, just have that sprinkled in there to make sure that, you know, you're keeping yourself level-headed. You know, sleep is important. Find out what's important for your sleep. What What's the minimum you need for sleep? Apparently, for, mine wasn't six hours. Um, apparently, it's damn near eight hours, unfortunately, which fucking pisses me off because that means I have less time to do more things. But I'm going to keep experimenting until I find a, a better minimum than that. But um, just experiment with your life, essentially, with your time. You know, essentially create um, deals with time. Be like, hey, if we do this, um, can I find, you know, more time for this? And if time says no, after you experiment, it be like, okay... This deals off. Let's try a new one. Time is something that you could bargain with all the all the time. <laughs> as long as it's not for shrinking your time, you know, instant gratification or anything like that. As long as it's something that has to do with patience, you could bargain with it all you want. It's always going to win in the end, but at least try to make it so that you're winning fifty one percent of the time. It's letting you win that that one percent of the time. So make sure that you know time is your friend. Manage your time well, and you you'll realize just how big of an impact it's going to play on your life. At, at least in my opinion, like I always say, do your own research. Whatever works best for you. Because um, you know your situation better than anyone else. But from my experience, you know, managing time is like 
It's fucking amazing. You can manage time. You can manage your discipline. You can manage your happiness. You can manage your rage. You can manage everything. Everything just becomes clearer if you can manage your time. Problems just seem to disappear in, in my case if you can manage time. When bad things happen, those are tests to see if you're willing to commit to your time. Like, okay, me and time made a deal. Well, in a religious sense, me and God made a deal. Hey, I'm going to be doing X and Y. God's going to be like, okay, I'm going to throw this test at you and see just how committed you are to X and Y. Oh, you weren't never committed? I knew it. You don't have the wisdom, the will, or the understanding, the knowledge to actually commit to this. So time, bargain with it. I can't strain that enough. Um, and like I said, give yourself time to be just you, the, the loser dork person that you want to be. And I'm out of breath because... I love this subject when it comes to time and just how big of a role it plays and people don't give it that chance or that, that realization that, you know, time is in everything. But anyways, I think I'm going to close it off right there. There's a million more things that I could love to talk about when it comes to time. Um, not to overload everyone who's listening about time. It's going to end it right there. Like I said, this whole season three is going to be going back to the basics and I'm not going to be pushing, you know, hard on anything or getting into extreme details or confusing details because it, it could get more confusing. But, you know, essentially what I want people to take out of this is um, if you can manage time, it makes life so much easier. So, damn it, I forgot what my first lessons were in the season three. <laughs> ah, stupid me. Uh, I know the last episode was about um, accepting mistakes. You know, they're your friends. Mistakes are life's best teachers. This, um, I want you to realize that you could, um, if, you, if you could bargain with time, it makes everything so much easier. Mistakes just help you perfect things. Time allows you to make those mistakes and perfect them. Creating a time limit allows you to, to push yourself to make more mistakes as fast as possible so you can for, perfect something as fast as possible before you reach that perceived death, that artificial death limit. Because a true death statistically, you're going to reach way down the road. So give yourself these artificial deaths to perfect something. It's like a video game, essentially, now that I think about it. You know, you could restart. You could start all over. You know, a, a lot of people say, you know, life ain't like a video game. You know, once you die, you die. Yes, that's true physically. But mentally, you can give yourself a, a, a death I guess you can say, give yourself a time limit. And, you know, if you don't reach the time limit, you know, you, you die, quote, quote, unquote, but you could start over. You know, you can perfect it. You can figure out how to defeat the boss 
if you know you have time on your side. So, anyways, uh, I'm about to reach the end of this episode. Um, just accept that time isn't everything. You know, it's it's amazing how time works and how it's in everything. Uh, if you could manage your time, you could work with time, you know, you're never going to be in a rush. You're never going to be angry at people. It just makes things so much easier when time is standing with you and saying, like, yeah, it's okay. You don't have to worry about that. Rather than time, you know, whispering in your ear, like, hey, you better hurry up. Otherwise, you might get fired. Like, hey, you better hurry up. You better, you know, get pissed off and angry at this person. It's way easier when time is standing next to you saying, hey, don't worry about it. You're good. You don't have to rush. Oh, you, that person will piss you off? Yeah, ignore them. You're good. You're on your own. You're on the path to meaning. You're good. You don't have to worry about those these little side distractions. So make sure that time is on your side. Manage your time as best as you can. Um, you, you're in control of, of your life. So experiment. Do the best you can. Um, schedule time for you to be you. You don't have to, you know, be a workaholic. But um, above all, respect time. Realize that time is everything. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you guys in the next one. And, yeah, adios.